This is an ABC podcast. Across Australia, you're tuned to ABC Sport. This is Summer Grandstand with Karen Tai on ABC Radio, Sport Digital and the ABC Listen app. In rugby, reports from Japanese media today. The announcement of Eddie Jones returning as head coach of Japan is imminent just weeks after he resigned his post as Wallabies coach and only a few months into a five-year contract. The Wallabies, of course, are their worst performance ever, not making it out of a pool stage for the first time in Rugby World Cup history for them. And Jones coaching and selection questioned by many experts and past players. ABC Sports' Catherine Murphy has been covering the Wallabies and Eddie Jones saga from the start. So lovely that she can join us on Summer Grandstand right now. Catherine, hello. Hello to you, Karen. Pleasure to talk to you. What do we know? We know that Eddie is going to be unveiled in the next few days, Karen. So in the past week, he did that famous in-person interview at last. So you might remember... Before even the World Cup was over, we broke a story saying he was due to go to Japan and do an in-person interview in the first week of November. Now, that was absolutely scheduled in and confirmed, but Japanese rugby officials didn't like the coverage around that. They were well aware that journalists like me knew his flight path into Japan, knew he was going straight from the barbarians into Japan for that in-person interview. And I'm not saying, Karen, ABC were going to send me to Japan that week, unfortunately, but certainly there were journalists, there would be a strong media presence. And we were all waiting to report on the outcome of that week. So they got very spooked by that for a while and they decided that they would postpone it all until this week. We all put it in our diaries and here we are. Eddie Jones had his in-person interview. He was down to the final three candidates, but really the top two. He made a speech to the selection panel, a keynote speech, and he knocked it out of the park. Now, that's not to say that's why they're going ahead with his appointment in Japan. And there'll be a lot more to come in this story. Eddie is very close to the president of Japanese rugby. And in Japan, the belief and understanding about this appointment was that it was a done deal before it even started. Now, that's not to say that might make you think maybe Eddie never lied because maybe... It was just a done deal and he didn't have to participate in a formal process. So when he told us he wasn't involved in a formal process, he wasn't lying, that's not the case. Despite the fact his good friend was desperate to have him as senior coach, they did go through a formal process. And that involved the now infamous Zoom interview Mm. in the build-up to the World Cup. And then this second interview in person where Eddie gave a keynote presentation and formally presented his plan for Japanese rugby in the build-up to the next Rugby World Cup, which, who'd believe it, is in Australia. Now, you think the booing was loud for Eddie at the World Cup and I was blown away by it. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like in 2027. That's assuming Eddie makes it to 2027. 
Well, it's just the huge question mark. I mean, one, what it reflects on him, and it's nothing from going from in, in the area of professional coaching, going from one place to another, but the manner in which this has happened, as you say, Australia as, as hosts uh, in the coming years of, of Rugby World Cup, just the frustration, the anger of where is rugby in this country, the Wallabies, and just how that is going to be focused at what's happened with Rugby Australia and Eddie for, for causing this whole mess. Absolutely, Karen. And I really feel it important to point out at every time I do these chats that I was very happy Eddie got appointed because I was sick of the absolute mediocrity I've witnessed in Australian rugby. I was sick of hearing people say that Dave Rennie was doing a good job with a 38% winning ratio, with a historic loss to Italy. I'm sick of excuses. So I was happy for an end to that. I was happy about how the way Eddie talked about wanting to be winners again, because Australian rugby is so bad, Karen, that the majority of people working in Australian rugby and a lot of the fans have adopted this new loserish vernacular around Australian rugby because their expectations are so low. I wanted that to change. Clearly, it was the wrong call. Very few people were opposed to it at the time, but I put my hand up and say, of course, I was happy he was appointed. It was the wrong call. What happens from here is so crucial with the high performance role, with the selection of a new Wallabies coach, Joe Schmidt, the former Irish coach who was involved as an assistant with New Zealand rugby. If he comes in, he's going to be shocked at how bad it is over here. Like, I mean, he's come from Ireland and New Zealand. So do they go with an Aussie who at least is aware of There's a word in my mind that I can't use about what it is over here, but if they don't bring an Aussie in, I'm telling you, Karen, they bring in Joe Schmidt, he's going to be shocked and the players will be shocked with how he reacts to that and going into a professional high performance environment, which has not existed in Australia at super rugby level or international rugby. And I will point out the Brumbies as the exception to that from what I have experienced in Australia. But it is such a mess. And we're nearing the end of the calendar year. What sort of time frame? When do you feel that we will get the announcement of the next step for for the Wallabies in Rugby Australia? I think the first part of it, Karen, will be the high performance director and that will be big news because essentially they'll sit across all of Australian rugby, the international setup and the relationship between the international setup and the super rugby clubs. When that's locked in, we expect to have the new coach before the super rugby season starts. The super rugby season... I just sigh when I think of it. That's where I'm at. Like, and I apologize, Karen, if I could talk as a rugby fan for a second, honestly, so sick of it. So sick of facing into another super rugby season where you look at the other codes, you have the NRL have just signed one of the only highlights of Australian rugby last year, Mark Nawanganita Walsey. 
they have their magic round, which the AFL has replicated and called Gather Round. I'm sure that's already sold out. I believe there's a Super Rugby Round in Melbourne yet again. I know it won't be promoted like the other codes. We had slightly better crowds in Melbourne last year, but still quite abysmal because these are the best rugby players in the world coming to Melbourne. And I sigh and I watch it all happening all over again, Karen. And fans of rugby in Australia that have spent their whole lives volunteering at their local club, they deserve better than what they're seeing. Catherine Murphy, as always, great to speak with you. And, you know, I'm just thinking about the passion, the question marks and all that you've just talking, uh, talked about. Uh, and we're getting close to Christmas. I know you're based in Melbourne. Um, just a bit of intermission. Will tennis play just a very positive role overall in terms of being there for the Australian Open? Oh, I cannot wait for the Australian (laughs) Open. I'm counting down the seconds. The fact that Rafael Nadal is playing, I just hope he makes it through the Brisbane International. I really do. It's so exciting. I truly believe the Australian Open is the best sports event I've ever been to in the world. It is so outstanding. It will be amazing. And I feel, Karen, we may be talking about rugby again because one thing I will say before everyone is sick of hearing of Eddie. I mean, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about him. There will be drama when this is announced, Karen. Not everyone in Japan is happy with this. And there might be more drama than even Eddie expects. But then if there wasn't drama, Eddie wouldn't like it. (laughs) That says it all. Uh, Loving it, Catherine. Well, not loving the whole situation for rugby in Australia, but the passion that is coming through and what the next step will be. We will probably find that out very soon. Thanks so much for your time on Grandstand this afternoon. Thank you, Karen. Let's talk tennis next time. Oh, that'd be great. Catherine Murphy, uh, as always, wonderful to have a chat with her. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.